and welcome to the boys trip. Welcome. Um, you know, usually uh, Ma does it. You know, fuck, I'm not calling you Ma. Uh, Dave, David usually <laughs> does the the intros, but we switch it up today. So I feel like in uh, in our society right now, we're seeing a a renaissance of such when it comes to uh, black creators uh, making content for the masses. And, you know, we've seen it uh, for several decades. You'll see it in, you've seen it in movies, obviously, uh, music. But we're starting to see it uh, from a executive level. And I think this would be a great time to highlight some of the creatives that we appreciate and some that we don't really care for. But we'll still give them their, their credit. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. When did this wave really start of for for example you had a show i used to like back in the 2000s girlfriends yeah that was, was a good show yeah all right i'm glad you agreed yeah. a lot of people they're like oh that oh yeah no especially it being yeah. on netflix now everybody's watching it true i did see yeah yeah it's getting eyes now so you know in the, in the early to mid to late 2000 like the whole 2000s basically girlfriends was on but it was i think produced by like kelsey grammar yeah kelsey grammar like a, a lot of a lot of black shows back then were not run by black people from an executive standpoint. Yeah. And now we're not seeing that. Now we're seeing it it's different now. Yeah, we're seeing we're seeing shows executive produced by black people, created by black people, written by black people. And um it's good it's good content too. Like it's not like you know, we're we're missing out on uh on content from black people. Yeah. Yeah, and it is good content, and I think it's um, content that only black producers and black writing rooms could create, like Blackish, Atlanta, stuff like that. You couldn't just do that with a with a um, '90s writing room yeah. and, and production staff. Like, I still you, find you it, see it in the content. I still find it interesting that uh, who was it that wrote Pootie Tang? Louis C.K. Yeah, Louis C.K. wrote Pootie Tang, and that was. That was great. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah. It kind of one thing I said about Pootie Tang because it, it's a play on a black exploitation movie from the seventies. That kind of was a template for him in yeah. some ways. So I could see how he could take it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. A little bit of a template, but a great movie. I love Pootie Tang. It's on, I have a list of movies I need to watch with my wife soon. Yeah. Now that it's um, you know, it's it's really time for streaming because it's pandemic. It's cold outside. Pootie Tang is on that list. That's a, it. It already, I don't even know what else is on the list, but it, it clearly is a good list if you have Pootie Tang on it. Yeah, actually, I mean, not to get too off topic, but there are other things on the list that need to be watched. Um, <laughs> Goodfellas on that list. Where there's there's like one black person in that movie. Yeah, no, I know. This, this is this is not black content. I'm getting all right. You know, let's get back. Shout get out back to, to thing, shout yeah. out to Samuel Jackson on, on Goodfellas, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you're think right, you're right. I think it's just him. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway. So I know, like in the nine late eighties uh, into the nineties, uh, one of the prominent black directors I would see is Spike Lee. Yeah, I enjoyed a few of Spike Lee's movies. Uh, there are definitely some that don't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. I think most of his earlier movies were those hit for me. Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I feel like he couldn't miss with those early movies. I, I think it was 2009 or so. I went on a deep dive. I, that's back when I was using torrents. Yeah. So you could just download any movie you wanted. And I just started watching Spike Lee movies from the 80s and early 90s. And I don't think he ever missed back no. then. Um, no, maybe. I'd have to look it up. Do the Right Thing. More be- better blues, Jungle Fever, Malcolm X, Crooklyn, Clockers, all of that. Okay, just off those ones you named, yeah, no, he, yeah, that was that, was, that, that those were in a row. I yeah. didn't skip none. That was just boom. That was eighty nine through ninety five. Bam. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, I remember seeing a movie in like the two thousands. I want to say mm-hmm. it was called She Hate Me or something like that. I remember that one. I don't think I saw it. Q-Tip was in it. Uh, what's that guy's name? Anthony Mackie. The, Anthony Mackie, yeah. Uh, 
Papa Doc from Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was the main character, but uh, yeah, no, that was a flop. Carrie yeah. Carrie Washington also in that movie. Even Bamboozle didn't hit for me. Yeah, Bamboozle did not hit. I mean, I don't know. Seeing Rappaport act like Rappaport, and then true. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Bamboozle. I see what he was trying to do, but it wasn't. It wasn't like him in the in the nineties and you know late eighties. Yeah, and then if we're also if we're gonna stay in that era, then there's also uh, John Singleton. Oh yeah, yeah, with the uh, Boys in the Hood, um, Higher Learning. Those are two classics. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then I feel like there was a period where we didn't really see much from uh, like black executive producers or black directors. Yeah, the two thousands. I feel like I yeah. mean, no, don't you know I'm. Not a scholar on this, but I remember in the 2000s, it was not much. No, and if it was, some of them were whack. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who made Soul Plane, but it is quite possibly the worst movie I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, it's free. If if you, if if you there's a free movie on YouTube, it's trash. <laughs> it's free that on mo- YouTube? That movie is free on YouTube right now. Terrible movie. Yeah. So the the fact that the two thousands would even produce something as ridiculous and offensive, everything it's just an awful movie. Yeah, as Soul Plane just shows you it wasn't it you know it wasn't a good time for for black creatives. It was uh, not for executive. Yeah, from an executive standpoint. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to preface this statement that I'm about to make with this person has definitely uh, carved their own lane. Um, they are one of a kind. They have created numerous opportunities for black actors and actresses solely them because I don't know that he has anybody else making his content besides him. But, but I just don't fuck with Tyler Perry's content. Like I can't, I can't get with it. It's just, it's not for me. It's not for me. I'm, I, I try to figure out who it's for because I just can't imagine it resonating, and especially the television shows, the movies. Some, the movie, I, I've seen a few movies that are that are you know that, that resonate somewhere that are watchable for me. Yeah, but the television shows, man. He makes content for the aunts, the aunties, and grandmothers that still have the strawberry candy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, he makes content for the aunts and grandmothers that put their sewing kits in those uh, cookie tins. Yeah, yeah, that's that's who he's appealing to, and, and, and then the occasional like older black guy. Yeah, I, I think that's it. It's it's a the people that he makes it for do not probably don't use Netflix. Definitely no. don't use YouTube. No. Um, or don't know those other channels to, to get good content. And they're not tough critics at all. They're just glad that somebody black is making content. Yeah. So they're going to support it regardless. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I think they're really, you know, the sitcom is not what it was in, in media any, that, that it used to be. It's not yeah. what it is. There's other things that are taking up more space than the sitcom. But some people, especially from an older demographic, the sitcom is really important to them and yeah. they need to see sitcoms with a laugh track yeah that that old style sitcom and he delivers that oh yeah well we have a laugh track we have a laugh track yeah. i'm contradicting myself a little bit here but uh, no, no, that's fine. No, that's fine. yeah but he you know it, it, it's is that demographic because if you know that there's other content out there there's no way there's no way that could be entertaining even i mean compared to not even compared to the wings brothers which is not acclaimed or anything no, Which, it, I they're syndicated though. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah because they still get played on like MTV too. They still do good play. I mean, we we could pick something that people don't even remember anymore. They, they, there's my so many. And me. Hmm? My brother and me. My brother and me is three times as good. Yeah, as, for sure. And I don't know. I don't know who produced that. Definitely wasn't a black person. Nah, probably not. Yeah, Nickelodeon in the nineties. Yeah. Shout, uh, shout out to Amanda Seals. Um, Shout out to um, Alfred Alfred Wolfolk 
He's my Facebook friend. He's he's um Didi. Yeah. Yeah, he's been my Facebook friend since like 2004. Oh, maybe uh, yeah, yeah. He's a cop out. now. He's a cop in the Atlanta area. He don't act anymore. Okay, that but, must yeah. be awkward right now. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, for so long he didn't let you comment on his pictures and stuff because he didn't want people like me being like, "Hey, Didi." Yeah. Like quoting him from the show. He wanted to move beyond that. Okay. And he okay. has. I mean, he's a cop now. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, anyway. No, nah, yeah, no. Nah. get back. Let's see. Who else? Uh, Ant, was it Antoine Fuqua? Is that the guy that made... Uh, he directed Training Day? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's right. Don't quote me on anything else that he's directed, because I, yeah. I don't know. But I'm sure he's he's directed a few. And that was a great movie. And, it, and there's one thing that's interesting... With movies, it's all about who the director was. That's how we think of it. Because they say, in film, the director fires the writer. But then when we talk about television, they say the writer fires the director. Okay. So for TV, it's the writer who really spearheads everything. And then you got your Kenya Barrises killing it out there with Blackish nowadays. Oh, yeah, crushing it. Shout out to Kenya Barris. Big, big fan. Huge fan. Huge. Uh, don't know if I've disagreed with anything that you've come out with yet. Uh, some people have, but we're not gonna we're not gonna talk about the pilot of Black AF. Not my favorite pilot, but 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 you know beyond the pilot. Look, I'm I'm, I'm just being honest. The yeah, pilot was not my favorite. Okay, but good show in Blackish to make up for what I just said. No, really, Blackish is damn near perfect. Like, when they tackle issues and stuff, you're like, oh, man, they're going to fumble this one. Like, yeah. you're thinking, like, you're like, oh, man, how, how are they going to handle this one right? Yeah. And then they handle it flawlessly. Yeah, they Flawlessly. Do. I think um, I think he's put in a difficult position because of the climate that we're in right now. But, because I think at one point, some of those uh, timely episodes that he had, they didn't want to put out. Like, they weren't going to put them out. Mm. And then... They saw that, you know, like, society needs this right now. This is necessary. Yeah. And I think the praise that they received after putting these episodes out just speaks volumes for how well he's able to put content together that's both timely and funny. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. And, and, and he was able to sell ABC on this. Like, I don't think a lot of these networks are running out just trying to... Um, pick up a blackish or trying to like he had to go into a room pitch that and sell it yeah and make them like no it's okay let's do this we can tackle this i'm not gonna fumble this and make you look bad as a network because a network is risk averse they don't want to they don't want to cover some of these some of the subject matter there for him to to cultivate it to the fact that they let him put that on network television is impressive yeah very impressive um i feel like that was that was the first I mean, I, I'm obviously speculating, but that was the first uh, black sitcom I had seen on ABC since maybe My Wife and Kids. That was consistent. My Wife and Kids, yeah. Yeah, and it's much better than My Wife and Kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Wife and Kids was funny. They didn't really yeah. deal, and I mean, I guess at that point, uh, you know, police brutality was an issue, but it wasn't as amplified as it is now. Yeah. Yeah, my wife and kids was um it was in that two thousands era where there wasn't much other content, so I think we we probably had a lower bar for it to be yeah. fair. Um, I think we had a lower bar for my wife and kids, but it was it was a good show. It, it's really competition. When I think of my wife and kids. I think of Bernie Mac show. Now I like the Bernie Mac show more. Yeah, in that era, Bernie Bernie Mac show was incredible. I still watch that. I still stream it sometimes. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a great show. I'm surprised that they were able to put that on Fox. Yeah, Fox. Of all, of of all. all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if you're if you're in a New York area, like we are, the way the channels work here, Channel Two is CBS, which was the whitest channel. Five in that era was Fox. It was a little bit less. Seven, a little bit less. Nine, less, and eleven, less. It was like as the numbers go up, it got like. When numbers went down, it got harder and harder to get black content on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. When the numbers went up, it was the blackest content. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. High, the higher your numbers get. UPN, WB, BET. Oh, yeah. Once you once you get to the cable. But yeah. even on the regular. Oh, like, regular. Yeah, yeah. You know. 
But CBS, I don't think they ever had it. Did they ever have a black show before The Neighborhood? I couldn't even tell you because I don't watch CBS because they don't have black shows on it. They don't yeah. at all. I, I really think The Neighborhood may be the first. You know, maybe it's not, but it, it, it may be. It's probably the first that's gotten past the first season. Right. And they're on, I think, season three or four right now. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, The Neighborhood. And it's not even really a black show in that, like, it's literally two neighbors, one yeah. black family, one white family. So, yeah. <laughs> you can't even call it a black show. Yeah, it's, even, it, it's just black people in the in the show, which yeah. is great. Which is great, but yeah. Um, Who else should we shout Keenan Ivory Wayans. Got a shout out Keenan Ivory Wayans. Mm-hmm. And Living Color was timeless. Uh, definitely ended before it should have yeah. launched a lot of careers. Launched a few careers of white characters, which is usually not the case from, from black TV shows. Right. Jim Carrey. It, it launched Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. Uh, Rosie Perez. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's... Does she identify as afro She does. Okay. She All does. Right. J-Lo out. does not, just to be clear. She did. Oh, yeah? She just did. Like, not to, she referred to herself as a black woman. And I was like... Wow. Uh, Interesting. Well, must be nice that you can you can switch it up whenever you want. Because this is the first time I've ever heard her say anything about that. Wow. Yeah. yeah look, I got to look into that. Interesting. Yeah. I, maybe she was... There was probably a bunch of black people around when she said it. I'm sure it wasn't... Yeah. She didn't feel inspired to say it. And they were like, so are you, are you black? Yeah. And she was like, yeah, I'm a black woman. They are like, all right. <laughs> if you say yeah, so. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to need the context on this. Yeah. But wow. Yeah, I, I, I don't have the full context on it, but... Yeah, I remember seeing a headline. But I did see it on... In fairness, I saw it on Facebook, so it's very possible. So on Facebook? Baller alert? Nah, I don't know. Somebody just reposted it. Ah, okay. All right, I'll I'll look into that. But Rosie Perez does identify as such. Or a child to Rosie Perez. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Still a very attractive woman, by the way. Oh, facts. I saw her in an interview on television. Has aged wonderfully. She's like maybe 60, well into her 50s. Yeah, shout out to that accent too. I like when she talks. Yeah, yeah, that 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 New York and Bronx accent. Yeah, she I made like uh, she made White Man Can't Jump a better movie. I've actually haven't seen that movie. Yeah. What? <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting shot. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting shot for not seeing. I yeah, as as a basketball fan. Yeah, haven't seen it. Okay. All right. You know what? Adding it to the list. Add it, add it's, it to it's the, worth it. To the movie list. It's and we'll it. appreciate that one because both of us haven't seen it. And it's cool when you watch something that both of you haven't seen. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah. Her her accent is timeless. Like when she's, Well, I don't want to say it because you haven't seen it. So I won't say it. Okay. All yeah, right. I don't, but I don't she's in it. there. So now I'm even more sold on it. So yeah. 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 Shout out to Wesley Snipes. He's, he's in there too. Yeah. Actually, you know what? We can... What the fuck is that what? guy's name? Uh, Woody Harrelson. Shout him out, too. He's cool. Oh, Woody, ha- Woody Harrelson. Listen, I know he's uh, he's an actor, not a producer. I know he's white. Yeah, very white. But that man can act. Yeah, he can. Like, I, I don't care if he's on SNL playing Joe Biden. He was the best Joe Biden ever. You see him... Whatever movie he's in, he is dope. He steals the show. I like him. He's one of those people I want to meet. And I don't want to meet many people, but I would like to meet him. <laughs> no, uh, there's a lot of people. Like, why, why am I going to meet you? One of my friends I went to uh, college with. He worked on the set of what the fuck is it? I don't want to name. I don't. I don't know. It was one of those movies that came out in like 2010, 2011. Whatever movie Woody Harrelson was in in that time frame, uh, mm-hmm. my friend was an extra, and he said he got to smoke weed with Woody Harrelson. Wow. So yeah. he's, so he's so he's a nice guy too. If an extra could smoke yeah, weed with him, then he's... exactly like how many extras are probably on set? And he was like, "Yeah, you want to?" I think my friend might have given him the weed, but it doesn't matter. Like he still he still was down to, to smoke the weed that uh, my friend provided. Wow. Damn. That's yeah. pretty dope. That is dope. While we're at it, real quick, another white actor who shows up in a lot of Spike Lee productions, though. John Turturro, that's my guy. <laughs> yeah, that is my that yeah. is my guy. Yeah, yeah. We were, we were just talking about him uh, off off the off air before we came on. 
nice liberal lawyer, he plays him very well. Racist Italian from Bensonhurst plays him very well. Like, that's range right there. Yeah. Yeah. Shout, shout out to John Turturro. Yeah, shout out to John Turturro. I know it's not the point of this episode, but... No, it's not. We've we've gotten yeah. kind of far away from the topic, uh, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other, other creatives. Uh, we didn't mention Donald Glover, did we? No, we didn't. We did not. We Batman. Did not. I know he has a bunch of talents. I know he can make music and all of this, but I prefer... I appreciate someone's number one talent the most. Yeah. Like, sometimes when someone's all spread around, like... Janelle Monet, I'm like Janelle Monet. Start singing again. Yeah. I know you can act, but your acting can be replaced. Your yeah. singing cannot. Your, your acting does not outweigh the uh, level of talent you have when it comes to making music. Exactly, and the way I feel with Donald Glover is making shows, writing, creating, making shows like Atlanta, acting in it. That's his thing. And he was a he was a writer on Thirty Rock. He was a writer on Thirty Rock. Yeah, he was in. What was it? Um, was it Parks and Rec or Community? Community, right? Community, yeah. He was he was very good in that. I'm sure he had some uh, creative input in the writing there. I'm sure yeah, he wasn't just acting. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has a pretty decent stand-up special. Yeah. What is it on? It's Netflix? on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I'll it's check not, it out. It's not like life-changing, but it it's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I will say that I wish... Uh, I don't... I know right now it's... Uh, because of the pandemic, but previously, he puts out these uh, seasons pretty. Yeah, there's big gaps between the seasons. I, I don't really like that. Season one of Atlanta was in 2016. Yeah. Season two was in 2018. Cool. So I thought season three would come in 2020. Yeah. I said that's still too long, but but they planned for season three to come out in 2021. Yeah. So they planned for it to come out three years after season two. And now with the, they were going to record in 2020. They were going to record season three and season four. Yeah. But now with the pandemic, so what's now it's going to be four years? We're going to get it in 2022? 20, yeah, probably no time soon. I mean, I don't know if they're recording now or what. I don't know if they can record in the pandemic. I think they were going to, season three was going to be in Europe because, you know, they finished off with the Europe. They were about to go on a European tour. Yeah. Which I'm sure would have been dope. The insight of, of their writers writing for something going on in Europe, I'm sure it would have been very interesting. Yeah. But... Um, I know it's very expensive to film right now. Because mm. of all the protocols that you have to go through. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, yeah, it's... Must slow everything down. Yeah, it's like a whole different cost than it would have been. Damn. Because mm. everyone has to get tested and you still have to practice social distancing somehow. Yeah. Like, Blackish does it. I don't know how they do it because I haven't seen... The latest season. They're probably a little easier too since they're. They can pretty much be in the house the whole time. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's true. They have a lot of episodes, but they're not moving that much. Just like the neighborhoods about to come out with season four. They're on a sound stage. Yeah. So that's probably easier than these people who are filming the real world. Like, imagine if you're trying to make a law and order. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not happening. Yeah, that's going to be tough. Yeah. Let's see who else. Uh, Lena Waithe. Lena Waithe. Big yeah. fan of Lena Waithe. Uh, big fan. The shy was uh, the shy was lit, and and they, and they recovered pretty. They recovered pretty well considering they lost um, the best character the, in the show, the best character and best actor in the yeah. show. They lost them, and then as a result, lost the the girlfriend and the, the girlfriend. Yeah, and yeah, we we we'll have an episode in the shy later on. Um, some things that. Some some decisions I thought were questionable in season three, but understanding they were reeling from. I'm sure they had the whole season three planned out. Yeah, they had the whole thing written, and then yeah. this guy had to just ruin it all. Man, I'm, I'm disappointed in that guy. Very disappointed. He, great actor. Check him out in Mudbound. Well, you don't have to check him out because he might not deserve your support right now. But he was great in Mudbound. He was yeah. great in Strata Compton. He was great in everything I've seen him in. Yeah. Yes. Everything that I I saw him in uh, pre Scandal was fantastic. Because I don't even know if he's working right now. Yeah, no, I don't think he's working. I don't. I, I think I saw him on social media a couple times. I mean, he's just showing pictures of him and his kids and stuff. But okay, yeah, that doesn't count. Yeah, no, I don't think. Uh, Queen and Slim also bop. I, I I enjoyed that. Didn't see it. God, come on, bro. All right, all right. I'm adding it to the list. Add it to the list. You are a rude, terrible person. Is that gunshots again? 
Nah, you'll see when uh, when, oh, okay. when you post it. Got my headphones off. I'll, ch- okay. I'll check. Um, yeah. What uh, has she put out? Anything else? Who? Lena Waithe. On her own, I think it, I'm not sure what she's um, written for others. Okay. Yeah. She was on Masters of None, and she wrote one of the best episodes. I think it won an award, if mm. I'm not mistaken. The, her episode that she wrote and uh, starred in won an Emmy, maybe. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. It was like uh, her coming out to her mother mm-hmm. as a black woman and like dealing with the dynamic. Because, you know, like especially in the 90s, uh, yeah. I think it was... Parents weren't really accepting of their child if they weren't straight. Mm-hmm. And she did a good job of showing, like, I'm sure that's how it would be. Like, yeah, right. The, the depiction that she gave us was definitely uh, accurate. Yeah. So shout out to Lena Waithe. Shout out to Lena Waithe. You mentioned Jordan Peele yet? No, we didn't. Um, yeah. Crushing it. I think out of all of the people that we named, he's... With the exception of maybe Kenya Barris, he's been the most consistent. I, I think one thing that's really impressive about him is that it's television and movies. Yeah, that's and true. and the Key and Peele show, if you count that, but I'm not sure how much of a writer he was on that. Probably he probably wrote some things, but going from TV to movies, like I said, they say that in movies it's the director that fires the writer, and the director has all the power. Yeah, and then in TV it's the writer who has all the power. For you to navigate that. And direct and write and do both is just that's incredible. Yeah, I've enjoyed everything that I've seen, uh, either produced, written, directed from him so far. I think yeah, same. Um, I wasn't as big of a fan as of, of Get Out as most people, but yeah, I mean it was it was good. I think a lot of people were just excited to see it. But it's not really a horror film. I mean, yeah. Kind I I don't even know what to call it. It was it wasn't like as deep or necessary to me as a lot of people thought it was. But I'm the, I'm like one of the only people that feels that way. Literally, I was trying to I was like, who else didn't like this movie that much? I know I'm not trying to harp on the thing I didn't like, but yeah. when everything is perfect, it's something interesting to talk about. True. And I was trying to figure it out, and there was one person I found who didn't like Get Out that much, and it was Joe Budden. <laughs> that's the company I was in I mean okay and I was like see I don't even feel good about that though because he probably just wasn't paying attention yeah Joe like Budden he, you know, doesn't like a lot of things like Joe Budden is a, doesn't yeah he he lets you know how much he doesn't like things yeah pretty often too I mean shout out to Joe Budden I do enjoy his podcast oh definitely I mean you're talking about creators uh, you know what I, I, I know it's not television or movies it's entertainment but i respect him as a creator and bring him in because just inventing his own lane you know when you're a rapper and it's not going that well i mean you're only gonna be relevant for so many years and for him it was you know it was was a few years where he was uh, a popular pop star type rapper right just a maybe a year or two yeah but finding other routes to be into media and he hosted on hot 97 way back in 2002 or three yeah i remember that and and they told him, they said, it's too much exposure when you're a rapper. When you're a current rapper, it's too much exposure to be on a morning show every day. You didn't yeah. want people to see you that much. You want some mystique. So the record exec said, no, don't don't stay on the radio. But he pulled those skills back. And But, but even before he started the podcast, he was always cultivating his fan base. He actually started, he kind of invented the template for love and hip hop. True. He used to go around with a little video camera and record his interactions every day. And no one had really done that before, especially in hip-hop, where it was oh. like, I'm just going to show me going to the store, interacting. I'm going to show me going out to eat here or there. Um, Fabulous comes. I'm going to record, hey, Fab, looks me and Fab out here. Like, there was no social media. And you have to remember, there was just, there was Facebook, but it was like mainly college students. And it, that's for people you know. Yeah. There was no Twitter yet. So he was kind of using YouTube in his early days to just document his life and just show his personality and he doesn't get enough credit for that for for just selling himself like yeah. just selling his personality you know that's that was uh, that was creative on his part and now he's like rich off of a podcast just talking with his friends yeah yeah 
And uh, I, I respect the fact that he didn't take the deal with uh, Spotify. Always, always, um, always using his leverage. Always keeping leverage. Always, you know, betting on himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know Joe Rogan, he got a pretty big Spotify deal. But uh, one of the podcasts that he did, uh, they edited it or said he couldn't put it out. I think it was because it was too political or something like yeah. that. But I respect uh, Joe Budden for not wanting to be silenced, like not wanting them to have creative control over the content that he puts out. And yeah. I think he has a, was he have like a network now? Yeah, yeah. It seems like he's developing a network. Yeah. Like he's, you know, when you have that many viewers, you hold on to that 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 fan base and don't just sell it to 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 Spotify. Yeah, and the uh, those promo videos are hilarious. Yeah, yeah, they make good. <laughs> when I he mean, was like, I think I sent it to you or you sent it to me. The one about uh, how they were gonna make a hundred million dollars now. Yeah, and he was like, yeah, we're gonna do a masterclass. Like you, you're gonna. Creating OnlyFans, yeah. like we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get this hundred million dollars in less than a year. Yeah, he strikes me as someone too. I think he could write for a show. I think he's just a good writer, good poet. He was always a great lyricist. Oh, he always had bars. Yeah, always did. Just um, I, and it's funny because a lot of times, in hindsight, it's easy to say, yeah, he started Joe Budden TV on YouTube years ago. Like it was an obvious decision, but it wasn't obvious. Like that, not obvious at all to just yeah. market yourself and and show you know slice of life from what you're doing. But also, he used to cultivate his fan base on Joe Budden TV. He had a big fan base there on a website. He had a website called Joe Budden TV. And I used to be part of it. And then he went over to Twitter in his early days. And a lot of us fans, we were like, "Oh, this guy, look at him, Hollywood getting Twitter. Man, they don't love you on Twitter. Like, get out of here." <laughs> And it turns out, then all of a sudden he blows up on Twitter, and and you know is hosting on ESPN. So he's made a lot of the right right moves over time. Yeah. But it's a different sort of creative in that, you know, it's not it's not a uh, visual art. Right. Yeah. Well, kind of. I mean, you can you can look at his yeah. You podcast. can watch you can watch them. There's not talk. much going on. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. People really like that. Right. We're gonna right. do that soon. By the way, just yeah. Yeah. Quick heads up. Hold tight. That was a uh, that was an announcement. <laughs> did the horn yeah no i heard it. i heard it. okay um but i'm glad that you mentioned love and hip-hop yeah because the person who created that show is they are black okay. um i can't give them that much credit though because that show is trash yeah and i think maybe they do the spinoffs too <clears throat> uh like all the love and hip-hops and then i think they came out with some other ones but mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just making us look bad. Like, you're highlighting some of the... Obviously, it's not real. Like, I mean, it's reality in the sense that um, you're not, like, showing up to a a set. Like, you're just going to locations and stuff. But some of those... The way the things play out just seem too unrealistic sometimes for me. Or most of the time, actually. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. In my earlier days, I was a fan of that ratchet brand of television. I was a big loving hip hop, loving hip hop Atlanta fan, and then I was like, all the fucking fights and yeah, just like stupid storylines. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is making us look bad. Yeah, yeah, I I think we all got into the reality wave, you know, some years ago. Yeah. But I, eventually I fell out of it too. I was like, I can't, I can't do it. You know, and, and, and so much of the reality is so scripted anyway. Yeah, exactly. I might as well just watch something that we know is all the way scripted and that it'll be better written than yeah. when they're trying to pretend it's not scripted. Yeah. It's like, Oh, we heard you guys were beefing on Instagram or Twitter. We're going to put you like two blocks away from each other and see if you run into each other. Yeah. Or, oh, hey, I saw that you tweeted some shit about that person. Mm-hmm. Let's go to this club. Maybe maybe we'll see if they're there. Yeah. And then they always end up getting in a fight. Like, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure every episode of Love and Hip Hop has at some point had a fight in it. Yeah. Yeah, someone <laughs> yeah, got a drink much. thrown at them. Someone got punched. But the producers encourage, whether even if it's something like Catfish, 
Yeah. The producers encourage all of this sort of behavior, yeah. and they'll stop you because they need the ratings. They can't have these shows just play out calmly, or people will get bored. Like yeah. they need that to happen, and they make it happen. Yeah, chaos creates uh, coins. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Damn, Even that was a gem. I should write that down. If you if you research any reality show, if you if you're enjoying a reality show and you really enjoy it, don't look it up because it's just gonna it's gonna ruin it for you. You're going to see written by, and you're going to be like, what? Yeah. Or, for example, Pawn Stars. Yeah. Totally fake. Oh, yeah, for sure. Totally fake. But so, but when I know someone who really enjoys that show, I had a co-worker that was, oh, I love Pawn Stars, and he would be watching it all the time. Yeah. I didn't want to break his heart. I didn't tell him. I didn't tell him it was fake. I just no. said, you know, I'm going to just let him enjoy it. Because you think this is the most amazing porn, uh, porn store in the world? Yeah. And it turns out it's just all stuff from eBay that they buy. They have someone come in, show, show them this amazing sword from the 1700s. Now, why would someone in Vegas, you know, be coming into a, a pawn shop with that? Like, it's, hey, yeah, I found the sword in my in my backyard. It's always a stupid it story. And then you can find the stuff online. Yeah. So I'm at Bar Rescue. A lot of these, uh, these not even black reality shows, just reality shows in general. Yeah. And Catfish. And I like Catfish. I, I liked it. catfish. You liked it, yeah. I liked it. I don't understand how people are getting catfished at this point. Yeah, well, that's the thing. So what happens is it's almost always the catfish that calls on themselves. Okay. And then the person who's being tricked, the producers write an email from the person who's being tricked, but they don't reach out to catfish because it won't it won't make any sense. Yeah. Hey, I've been talking to this woman for three years. She hasn't video chatted me or or um called me yet. What's going on here? Yeah. Who would tell on themselves like that for being an idiot? But the catfish actually tells. And oh. then it makes more sense now. Then they reach out to the person okay. and say, hey, we, we we heard that you haven't been able to speak to this person. They say, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. And then they, they get it going. But the producers have already spoken to both parties before they even start. Yeah. And both have agreed to come on camera. It's just that they leave it to Neve to figure it out. So you actually are seeing Neve figure it out. Yeah. But the producers have already talked to everyone already. I wish we had a button where it was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. We need that one for next time. We got to get that. that. Damn. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. I knew it was too good to be true. Because after you figure the first like season or two, that could be, that's, that could realistically happen. Right. But after that and people have seen it. Yeah. Why would you go on the show at that point? Exactly. Why would you go on the show? And why would they randomly find all these people? And yeah. they all just say, yeah, I'll come on. So many people would just be like, no, nah, I'm not coming on. Like, yeah, I catfish someone. I don't want to be on there. I, yeah. think, I think what it's become is a ploy for people to get on television. True. Like, like say we wanted, say we wanted publicity. I wouldn't do some, some shit like this. Nah, it's fucked up. Anyway, but yeah. say we wanted publicity. Catfish someone. Like, I, I could just catfish someone for a while. True. And then call catfish on myself, and now I get to be on TV. And when I'm on there, I drop, I drop that. Oh yeah, I have a podcast yeah. called Boys Trip or something like that. You know, yeah, something that I think that's what it's used for because a lot of people that come on there happen to be aspiring this or that. Yeah, when the uh, one of the car- one of the uh, catfish was, he was pretending to be a producer mm-hmm. or like somebody really famous, and he was like a. 16 or 17 year old just pulled up with his phone like scrolling through his phone and he was like so so you're gonna talk to us or are you just gonna sit on your phone like you catfished this woman for a yeah. while and she sent you a lot of money and he was like so neve took his phone and threw it in the river yeah 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 that was that was a good episode <laughs> but yeah now that you say that people are just doing it for publicity that makes sense because he i think he did music like he he did, was, but yeah, it's always yeah. It's someone that's either a musician or some people are aspiring models. Yeah. Some don't even say it, but they're incredibly good looking. And you're like, all right, this person has some sort of angle and they're like all yeah. polished the way they're speaking and everything. I'm like, no, nah, this is not just a, a random person. Yeah. I remember uh, there, since we're talking about black creators, I mean, he's not a creator, but there was a black guy on the show and he fell in love with who he thought was some woman. And then a white dude showed up and was like, oh, yeah, hey. Yeah, yeah my little chocolate piece of love. Like, you know, we've been I talking all this. I think I've seen that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and then Neve was asking him questions. He was like, so so do you really like him? Or he was like, nah. Nah, but uh, 
this was fun. Like, I had a good time. <laughs> it was like, damn, you really just came on here to be an asshole. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Get to be on TV. Um, I, I still do watch it because the same reason people watch wrestling. Like, even if I know it's embellished, even if I know that the producers set it up, I still get to watch something fun. Like, it, you know, yeah. If, if it's fake, it's still funny. Yeah, I mean, in the times that I've seen it, it's still been funny. It's just hard to move past the fact that like, they know. Yeah, someone knows. Yeah. It would be better if you didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And someone might say, I'm not getting on camera. And at the end, they say, oh, they wouldn't come on camera. I know it wouldn't be good for ratings, but yeah. it would be good for me. I, w- I would watch. I'd be like, okay, well, let's see if they come on camera this time. Yeah. I remember they had Machine Gun Kelly on one episode. I just saw I saw that one recently. That wasn't even believable. Like, he didn't even see... He didn't seem as genuinely mad as you would expect him to be. No, well, Machine Gun? Yeah. Oh, he got catfished. No, no, no. He oh, was he was like, on it. Yeah, yeah, I saw helping. that one. Yeah, yeah. But he all of a sudden he got pissed when he learned that the person who said they were getting catfished was actually the catfish. Yeah, catfishing themselves. He got real mad about that. Yeah, I was like, all right. I mean, you know, these shows are kind of set up. Like, yeah, you had to know that some element of this was fake. He was like, I missed Father's Day over this. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. I saw it. I'm yeah. like, okay, you missed Father's Day on purpose for this. Let's not. Yeah, exactly. Let's not make it something it isn't. You could have said no. Wait till another yeah, day. Yeah, it's it's Father's he, Day. I can't I can't do this right now. I think he wanted to miss Father's Day. He was like, hmm. That was performance so that his baby's mother could see him on there. And yeah. Like, Look how mad he was he missed Father's Day when he was really trying to miss it. Yeah, he was like, I, I don't feel like doing it today. Yeah. All right. Sorry, we're way out into we, yeah, I, this, this This morphed into a, an entertainment episode more so than a black creative... We did cover some. No, black we did. Creators. We did. We covered we, a good number. We covered number. a few. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did we leave anybody out? I'm sure we left some people out, but anyone like, major, the yeah, major players right now. Of. No, I think we got we got the major. Yeah, I think we covered all of the the major players. Um, more documentaries. No, she did when when we see when they see us. Ava DuVernay. Oh yeah, we got. Oh, we okay. I'm glad you said that because we did leave somebody else out after that. Yeah. Well, she's incredible. She paints a beautiful picture. Um, I mean, she she she's just an artist. What more can I say? Yeah, her shit is real. Like, yeah. I know people that saw uh, when they see us, and they're like, "Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't good for a while." You can't watch it all at once. I watch one part. I watch another part. You gotta take breaks because you feel like you feel like you're arrested and locked up. Yeah, and that's an artist right there that can make you feel that way. Because usually, I feel like I'm looking in. Even with a lot of stuff I do really like, like like um, um, like the night of, I mentioned that offline not long ago. Yeah, it's a guy, a kid gets arrested more or less, but I don't feel like I'm arrested like him. When you watch when they see us, it's just the, the imagery, how dark they make everything. I think they use the vignette, so it's darker on the outside. I don't know. They use all of these things to visually. Yeah. She, she's an artist. I still haven't seen it just because people were saying that. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't see it. Don't see it now. Don't okay. see it in twenty twenty, man. Nah, you gotta wait till the pandemic's over. Like the first day, when when that vaccine's in your veins. Oh, now nah, I'm good. Oh, now you good. All right, nah, well, nah, 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 I'm good. Whenever shit is all right again, without yeah. with or without a vaccine, that yeah. day when when stuff is okay again, you could you could watch that. Okay. But don't watch it in twenty twenty. It's not the time. Yeah, because I feel like they said uh, they had grief counselors on the on set for that. Oh shit! Like. Actors in the in the um, in the movie were going through it. I could imagine. Yeah. Oh, shout out real quick. Is an actor. It's not. We've been talking about creators more behind the behind the camera. Yeah. But um, Jarrell Jerome kills it in there. Yeah. Best acting performance I've ever seen. Ever. Ever. Damn. Jarrell Jerome in that. That's a just that's killed a tall, it. That's a tall. Order. I mean, you see his mad movies I haven't seen so. Take that with a grain of salt because Wesley Snipes and White Men Can't Jump. He might, he might be even better. <laughs> I doubt it. But you know I haven't seen when they see us, but I, I yeah I won't I won't say anything. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But either way, either way. Um. Yeah. But who are you gonna mention after April Duvernay? You were gonna uh, say? Shonda Rhimes. Shonda Rhimes. I'm taking a master class right now. Yeah. Shout out to Shonda Rhimes. We're t- we're, we're going through your master class right now. So if uh, if we make it big, we'll we'll shout you out again. Oh yeah, it'll be. It'll be because, in one way or another, it will be because of her master class in some ways. Because she really, 
she really breaks it down. Yeah. Like, b- before I saw the master class, I was like, oh, yeah, just, just write the show. But when you see her master class, it's like, oh, okay. We yeah. didn't need her advice. Yeah. Yeah. And and the fact that she's willing to give... I don't know why these people do the master class and just give their knowledge away, but I'm glad she did. And the yeah. fact that she's willing to is incredible. She probably wants to see more black creators. But anyone can watch. I was going to say, I mean, yeah, I'm sure <laughs> white people are watching it too, but... yeah. You know, she couldn't make a black masterclass. Yeah, it'd be kind of hard to, uh, be kind of like, hard. prove that you're black to, to sign up for the class? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's that's, that's would, tough. Would you provide a picture? Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, like, you can get a picture from anywhere. State ID. Yeah, state ID. Thumbprint. Yeah. But can you tell? No, that? no, with a thumbprint, no. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah that, anyway, that, anyway. That, that, seems, yeah. that seems like a, a difficult task. But yeah. yeah. But. I appreciate that she she put that out there. There's another writer on. There's a, there's someone else on there who I, I got to look through the rest of them. But hers is great. Hers yeah. is great. Yeah. Um. Well, this is. A... Oh, we were just talking about. So, there's a comedian. Uh, he's mainly a internet comedian. Uh, Kev on stage. Mm-hmm. He just created an app for. And it's like solely made from black creatives. Like every skit animation is made from a black creator. Oh, it's yeah? Not, yeah, it's not available yet. I think it comes out uh, in. I think it comes out on Christmas. Uh-huh. But he's also going to make it so that other black creators that aren't even affiliated with uh, with him right now would be able to uh, upload content onto that app. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a game changer. Video content, more yeah, or less? video content. Okay, because yeah. that's his thing. He he makes those videos. Yeah, I mean, but he, there's. I think he said they're going to be doing series. They do uh, like animated animated series too. So wow. yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Wow, that's dope. Yeah, shout out Kev on stage. Um, Charlemagne, did we mention Charlemagne? No, we didn't mention Charlemagne. Yeah, so Charlemagne is uh. He started a net a network of black podcasts. I think he has eighteen podcasts uh, set to be released this year or next 18. year. Wow! Yeah, it's a lot of fucking podcasts. Yeah. If you need one more, uh, boys, boys trip. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're definitely down to be a part of the brand. Definitely. But you know what? Maybe not. Maybe we don't want to be a part of the brand. Maybe we're just going to start our hey, own man, brand. Chill, chill. Yeah, chill. you're right. Yeah. But yeah, okay. no, we we. We will start our own brand, but yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, don't talk so aggressively. You're right. I got a little yeah. aggressive. I'm sorry. Yeah. A little entrepreneurial spirit. In my fault. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, Kevin Hart. He started the, the Laugh Out Loud Network. Mm, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I, I like his um his his Ice Bucket series. Yeah, yeah. With the... Uh, was it? It's not Old Spice. Is it Old Spice? They might sponsor it. Yeah, yeah, it's the LOL network. Yeah. Yeah. Cold as balls. Yeah. Yeah. He brings interesting people in there. Yeah. I I like his guests. I mean, everyone. Draymond Green. I forget. He had a whole bunch of people. He had Skip Bayless in there. I didn't watch it yet, but I saw it on my screen. Yeah. Okay. I I need to watch that one. Yeah. Watch the Skip Bayless. (laughs) Yeah. No. I guess uh, Jay Z. Yeah. Yeah, more more music, but yeah, yeah. T- shout out to title. Real quick, I don't know if this this is not really related. It's random, but I just thought of it. Coming to America Two is coming out. I don't know who it is it. coming out. It's coming know. out soon. But I'm sure Eddie Murphy and all of them and Arsenio have some creative control there. So it damn was. It. I think it was filmed on uh, Tyler Perry's. Uh, oh, there we go. There's a connection. Tyler Perry Studios. Yeah. yeah. December 18th, right? Yeah. Shout out to Tyler. Perry. Yeah. Uh, Tyler. Are they? Sh- yeah. Uh, shout out to Prairie Studios. Um, yeah. yeah. Are they streaming it? I guess. I guess. Yeah, I think it's stream, on right? Prime. It's gonna be on Amazon. Prime is Prime. just giving millions to everybody to put stuff on it. They're trying to take away. Yeah. They're getting some market share from Netflix. Before, when I turned on my TV, the the hierarchy was like, all right, check Netflix. If that looks pretty boring, I go to Hulu. Yeah. And then like Prime wasn't even in my mind. Yeah. Prime is moving in. They're yeah, moving in a little bit. I'm surprised because even. A few months ago, we were having a conversation about the content that's being produced on Prime. And I was like, yo, they're letting anybody put shit on Prime now. But 
in the last few months, I've seen uh, an uptick in good content. Mm-hmm. Uh, comedian, shout out Clint Coley. Uh, he has a uh, series on Amazon Prime. It's called the World Series of Spades. It's good. Yeah, yeah. I saw I saw the uh, the pilot episode. Very good. And then uh, I've seen a few episodes since then. Definitely recommend it to anybody who's a spades player. It's very realistic. Okay. Yeah. It's like the black answer to the World Series of Poker. Is a whole season? Yeah. I think it's 10 episodes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll check it. He also has a podcast. Uh, I think it's called Advice from a Fuckboy. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good podcast. What's, uh, um, what's Hannibal Burris up to? He put that special out on YouTube. Okay. That, that's the last I've heard. And then I think he... I don't think he puts out enough content consistently. Mm-hmm. Like, he had a podcast a couple of years ago that was pretty good. Like, it was... I used to love his podcast. Yeah. Maybe... I might have listened, like, 2016, 2017. Back yeah. then, his podcast was good. Yeah. He had a bunch of guests on there, too. His guests? And just hearing him talk. I just yeah. like hearing him talk. He has, like, a soothing voice pause, you know? Yeah. True. Yeah, he does pause. Um, yeah. yeah, shout out to him reverse. Uh... I want to say that that yeah. might be all we've I think that's covered. All the, all the, the ones the major I players of. I could think of right now. Yeah. We, we we just we just wing it. We don't do too much research before these things. We, yeah, we watch enough content that you know. And we we wanted to shout them out um, because you know they're they're making it possible for people like us to produce content, be the producers of content. Yeah, like not just the talent. And uh, yeah, I want to give them the roses now. And content meaning not just the podcast. Shoot some shots. You said what? <laughs> I said not just this podcast. Content in general. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah we be, be on the lookout. Yeah. Be, be on the lookout. It's going to get real serious in 2021. I mean, it's going to get serious in 2020, but yeah, it'll probably be done by 2021. So stay tuned. I like that you used the horns because the shots would have been too aggressive. I did use the shots. Oh, first? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because you, you, you said it. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. It was yeah. misfire. All right. Well, come back for another boys trip. Thanks for tuning in. Definitely check out all the all the content that we just spoke of, except maybe one or two. But uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. <laughs>